Today on the Attorney Career Advice Podcast with Harrison Barnes. That one of the cover letters that, that I did that was very short only had, I don't know, it was like one or two lines. It just said something, I'm writing to you because I'm interested in practicing litigation at its highest level. Today is a great subject that we are talking about, and it is cover letters. Now, cover letters are, in most cases, the, the first thing that an employer sees when you send them your application, your resume, they're probably going to read the cover letter first before they even get into the details of your resume. So it's very important that you make a good first impression. But as you explain in your story to open this article, it, it's very easy to to make a mistake of saying too much about yourself. And when you think you're explaining all of your really strong attributes, you are actually, you're making yourself look foolish to an extent. So how do you determine the right amount of talking about your strengths, but without saying too much? You have to think, you know, about how your letter appears to others. So a lot of times people will say uh, a lot more information, especially younger people, and not realizing how immature that it makes them or how needy it can make them. And so you have to be very careful about kind of the amount of information that you're including many times in your cover letter. The the main thing that an employer is looking for, and I always say this, but I'll just come back to it, is can you do the job? Can you be managed? Will you do the job long-term? And do you really want the job? And your ability to write succinctly, to not put in too much information about yourself is is important. You don't want to come across as someone that can't be managed. You don't want to show necessarily that you can't do the job by poor writing or or writing too much. And then you obviously, the big thing I think is showing that you really want the job and that you'd really like to work there. So that is excellent advice. And that is definitely a a central theme that comes up in a lot of your, your writings and your advice is to focus on these four questions that, and these are the questions that an employer is asking themselves about you when they're reading your cover letter. Maybe give us an example. What are some things that are the wrong things to say? What are some examples either from your own cover letters when you were starting out or some cover letters that maybe you've read from other attorneys? What are some things that can maybe in at first glance might sound like the right thing to say, but you know are actually bad examples? I think anytime you think that the person's really that concerned about you and what makes you unique, that's a problem. Your uniqueness and and, and ability to lot and say a lot are are things that are more appropriate in a personal relationship, whether it's with a friend or someone of the opposite sex. But all this, putting a lot of personal things in a cover letter isn't isn't that important. So talking about how you grew up, if you grew up poor, or talking about if you grew up, how where you grew up, or what your your life experience. And people are when they're hiring, they're more concerned about just whether or not you can do the job. And anytime you start putting in too many personal things, it's really probably too early when you start writing a cover letter to do that. You can put all that stuff in later, but people don't want to hear that really that early. Do you want to take back control of your legal career? We have a solution for you. Harrison Barnes, the number one legal recruiter with over 20 years of experience, hosts weekly webinars followed by live Q&A sessions every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. These webinars are packed with helpful information that you can use to advance your legal career. Best of all, after each webinar, Harrison stays for as long as needed in order to answer every question. Webinars take place on Zoom, and you can join the next webinar by using the Zoom ID. 
The Zoom ID for this webinar is 868-9816-5944. Again, that Zoom ID is 868-9816-5944. You can also find more information by going to coaching.oar.com. So you definitely don't want to share too many personal details because you can definitely talk yourself out of a job if you say something that can be interpreted the wrong way. And you don't even have the benefit of being in an interview and being able to explain what you meant or to take the conversation in a different direction. So your best bet when you're writing a cover letter is to almost stay as neutral as possible when it comes to all of those personal details. But you also write that you want to make a personal connection with the person who's reading your cover letter. So what are some ways that you can do that? How can you make a personal connection? So I talk a little bit about real estate agents sending all these different types of letters to people trying to get their home listing. You can think if you're a real estate agent and you're trying to get a listing, a listing could be worth a lot of money if it's a million dollar house or that's 50000 or So they can make a lot of money when they list a house. So the, the way a real estate agent approaches writing letters to people looking to sell their house can make a big difference. So I had a listing that expired for a house and and all of a sudden the, the day the listing expired or a couple of days later I received all these letters in the mail. And almost all of them were just these kind of bland form emails that didn't really uh, make a lot of sense and, and they just didn't connect with me at all. And then one letter I remember getting was talking about how the real estate agent knew the house, he knew the fa- previous owner, that he used to sit outside on the deck smoking cigars with him, that that he loved the attention to detail and everything. And I read the letter a couple of times and I was like, wow, this guy, if I have this guy in my set, he really seems to like it. Now I realized later on that it actually was a form letter because I read between the lines and I read it over a couple of times and I looked at the signature and realized it wasn't real, a real signature. But it was so well done that it, it actually fooled me. It's only because maybe because I'm an attorney and have all this legal training, I was able to figure out that it was a fake letter. But at the time, I, I didn't really understand, didn't really see that. What he did that was very powerful was he was able to make a personal connection with me and the property. And, and if you can do that in your cover letters to law firms or legal employers and somehow bring out something about why that employer is special to you and why it means something, that really goes a long way. And it is an important thing. And, and that's one of the things that I really admired about what, what, what that particular letter was. And one of the things that can make letters do very well. And that absolutely makes a lot of sense. As you were recounting your, your story, I was thinking about ways that you can adapt that to your own legal job search. And one of the things that came to mind is I know a lot of times you recommend that if somebody is make, looking to make a lateral move, they should consider moving back home and being close to family, and that'll help for a lot of reasons. But if you're doing something like that, you can always tie in something like a childhood memory. Maybe you're applying to a firm that used to sponsor your Little League team when you were a kid or, or some sure. sort of just personal connection one, yeah. to make the reader think, oh, this there's a history here. It, it creates rapport outside of just anything that has to do with your academics or your legal experience or your grades or anything like that. Yeah, that rapport is very important. And if the cover letter can do that, then that really makes it very effective and, and can work, yes. 
So what sort of ratio should you have in your cover letter? Like how much of it should you dedicate to building a connection versus how much should be dedicated to demonstrating you can do the job, that you want to do the job, and so on? I think that the most important thing you can do with a cover letter somehow is, if possible, make a connection and show that there's a little bit of thought that went into it for that particular legal employer. And if people really connect with it, then that can mean something. I, I, I was reminded that one of the cover letters that, that I did that was very short only had, I don't know, it was like one or two lines. It just said something, I'm writing to you because I'm interested in practicing litigation at its highest level. I'd love to talk to you. And then I sent that letter out. And I remember I got interviews from just about all the very best litigation firms uh, in Los Angeles, just with that, because I think they thought that I was, that they were the, the all these firms that I'd sent it to that interviewed me, the, the ones that did interview me were the actual firms that had the reputation for being the best litigating, litigation firms. So they thought I was just writing to them individually. Of course, <laughs> that's great. And, and it was a very short letter. Other letters that could work would be something along the lines of, if there's any type of connection you can make with the firm, if there's something special about the firm, a lot of times people will go to networking events to meet people so they have an in with a firm or an in with an employer, and that can help. But you just need to do whatever you possibly can to try to make that connection. So I think that's what's most important. A lot, most people, when they write a cover letter, will do whatever they can to focus on what makes them special. Like they'll say, I graduated in the top third of my class from this law school and where I received the, these honors and, and did this. And that's something that doesn't really resonate with people. No one cares. They care about themselves. So that's a big thing to realize too, is the people you're writing are most concerned about themselves and what you think of them and if you can make a connection. And that's what's necessary to get clients and all sorts of things. So your ability to craft a cover letter that connects with a, a particular employer is very important. Absolutely. And you don't really get the same opportunity to connect in any other way. Your resume is entirely factual. It's going to cover your experience and any education that you have. And then once you're in the interview, they already had their first impression of you through those materials. That cover letter really is important to make a strong first impression, make a connection right away. And that's really interesting that you mentioned the very short cover letter, because that was my next question. Should you try to take up a full page or is it okay to have a shorter cover letter? And it sounds like it is okay to have a short introduction as long as you make that connection. Yeah. If you can tell person, if you can give people right away what you can offer, then then it will help a great deal. I remember once I did for this company, Law Crossing, we were, used to do mailings and we used to have one mailing that would go out and it would say, all this stuff, like we've got this huge staff that's researching legal jobs for you and we're going to do all this and your jobs, your life's going to change and all this, all these sorts of things. And then there was another letter we did that was like one line. It said, if you want to see all the jobs of one place, all you need to do is go to Law Crossing or all the legal jobs in, in one place because we research every single job out there or something. That's all it said. It was like, but it was even better than that. It was just like one sentence. And that, the effectiveness of that, because that's what people wanted. They wanted to know where could they find every legal job out there. So with your cover letter, you need to think about what does my audience want? And all you need to say is something very direct. It doesn't have to be one line. But I remember once I had a, a, a professor who was a well-known, he was pretty famous in 
tort professor. His name was Jeffrey O'Connell. And he, he wrote me a recommendation letter for clerkships. And the clerkship recommendation letters that I had other teachers do were, they were, they were, they ended up being like a couple of pages long. And, and all O'Connell wrote was, you would be crazy not to hire him. That was it. And then that was his recommendation letter, something along those lines. Yeah, it was just very short and it worked. And and it was funny. It was just because then you look up who this guy is and he's a famous guy. And you're like, okay, that's you don't really need to say anything more. My point is that I think the best thing you can do is with all of this is to think about what's in it for the employer if they with your cover letter and and what are they looking for. And just think about it and try to put yourself in their shoes. And and the person that gets the position will often be the one that is able to connect the most, I think. Yeah, that absolutely makes a lot of sense because you and probably 10, 20, 50 other applicants might have very similar credentials. So if Mm -hmm. you're basing your entire cover letter and your application on the strengths of your background, there's nothing that makes you unique. But if you can find a way to make that connection, the connection that you form is going to be different than a connection anyone else forms. And that really can help you stand out because attorneys, these law firms are not just hiring the person with the best credentials because there's a lot of people with great credentials applying. They're hiring the people that they want to work alongside. They're hiring the people that they want to see in the office every day, the people they want to put in front of clients. And those are going to be the people who they make the best connections with. So that yeah. is really powerful advice. And yeah, and it just if, it gets you okay. to the top of the pile because everybody is looking for connection. Everybody mm-hmm. wants connection. It's why, it's why people get on chat sites or why they go out on dates or why they why they have friends or why they go to the office to work or why they so everybody's looking for some form some of connection so the better you can connect with people the better off you are do you know the secrets to getting your dream legal job we do and one of the best things you can do is apply to jobs that fly under the radar applying to openings with very little competition means you stand a much higher chance of getting hired but how do you find openings like that for starters You're not going to find them on major job boards because these jobs are usually only advertised on companies' websites and in small regional publications. That is why we created Law Crossing, the most comprehensive database of legal jobs in the world. We have a team of people constantly working to find every single legal job out there. Unlike other job boards, which only list jobs that companies pay to post, we include every legal job we can find in order to maximize your chances of finding a job. So what are you waiting for? Head over to www.lawcrossing.com to find your dream legal job today. If that becomes the entire cover letter, then so be it. Like at least you've formed that connection. And I would even say shorter is better because think about how many cover letters these people are reviewing. If you can make your point as quickly as possible, that actually speaks to your abilities as an attorney because that's part of the job of an attorney is to make your argument clearly and concisely. So that kind of moves into our next point from the article, which is that your cover letter should in some way demonstrate that you can do the job and that you are qualified for the job. So why don't you just briefly tell us what should you include in a cover letter that speaks specifically to your ability to do the job that you're applying for? Well, a lot of times people will say, I was happy to see the description of this job that describes me, blah, 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 and describes the the fact that I can do this particular type of job. And 
honestly, like almost every legal job that attorneys do, you, you don't need any specific type of, you don't need to show that you can necessarily do the job. You can have a few lines um, in there, but you, you don't need to spend a, a lot of time doing that. Your resume really should tell the story about if you can, if you can do the work. And and so just being very direct, I think, with a couple of lines about the, that you've done the type of work being advertised, you've done the type of work that the firm does, that you're familiar and with the work and you've been on the opposite side of the, the, the firm with different transactions and stuff. That's really the most important thing. And, you know, you, you just there's no reason to do anything else except to just show the firm that you can do the type of work. A lot of times people don't think through their resume and their cover letter. You might be applying to a job where they ask you to have mergers and acquisitions experience, and then your resume talks about how you have lots of securities experience, but just a little bit of uh, mergers and acquisitions experience, and then your cover letter talks about how you do both. And so if you were being smart, you would make sure that you uh, focused your cover letter so it talked about how you had mergers and acquisitions experience, and then and then your resume didn't emphasize securities, it emphasized mergers and acquisitions. And it's totally okay to have different versions of your resume that are tailored for different employers and, and different openings, right? There's no reason to just send the same thing to everyone. Because as you say, you, you're going to want to highlight the most relevant experience and minimize any experience that detracts from that. Exactly. And that's also a very good point is to let your resume do your, the talking for you. And again, use as much space in that cover letter as possible to help form that connection and make yourself stand out from everyone else. So what about being managed? What can you include in a cover letter that shows a potential employer that you can be managed? If you talk about a lot of outside interest, if you talk about things that make it look like you have certain types of expectations. I'm looking for a firm where I can work more reasonable hours. Uh, I saw one cover letter not too long ago that said something along the lines of, it was an attorney applying for a job in a firm. And and I'm not going to get too far into it, but they, just, they said something along the lines of, I was happy to see that you, you are uh, a member of this particular organization and that promotes and Whatever it promoted, it doesn't really matter. But, but what it promoted was something that could be taken the wrong way. And just so you have to be very careful about what you write in your cover letters and how your cover letter comes across. Because if the wrong person were to view that, then it's not right. Just imagine writing a cover letter that says, I was happy to see that the majority of your, the members of your firm are members of the Republican Party. And then you get this and you're like, I'm a Democrat. What are you talking about? And people do this kind of stuff. Or I was happy to see that your firm defended the, it's just, it, your firm defended such and such uh, murder because murders deserve justice too. You, just, you don't, <laughs> you just you have to be very careful about what you say that's connecting because there's always right. two sides to any story. So there's organizations, there's people that are pro that organization and against, there's, there's just all sorts of people. So uh, you have to be very careful. And along those same lines, I was wondering, when is it a good or a bad idea to, to name drop, like to reference, oh, I know such and such person at this firm, or I worked with this partner. He was someone in law school who I was close with. What level of acceptance is there when it comes to actually like specifically naming people at a firm in your cover letter? 
I think you always need to be careful when you're name dropping. That's one of the biggest mistakes that, that I've ever made. If I, Anytime I've spent time with anybody that's well-known or, or something along those lines, the second you bring that up, you start making yourself look weak. Mm -hmm. You never want to bring up knowing famous people or and sometimes even knowing people in the firm. A lot of times candidates will say, I know this particular associate at the firm, or I know this partner. The problem when you bring that kind of stuff up is at any one time, in, in most law firms, probably half the associates are out the door. And if they're not out the door, mm. the firm wants them out the door. Half of them, the firm wants there. The other half, they may want some of them, and then they may not want others. So you don't know how people are viewed. You don't know right. how partners are viewed. In, inside of every law firm, there's partners that are considered a threat to the firm, and there's partners that aren't liked, and there's partners that are liked, and there's partners that are losing their jobs. So you have to be very careful. Just knowing someone, saying someone, assumes that it's a very cohesive group and everybody likes each other, which is insane. You just want to be very careful when saying this person or that sort of thing, because that can, that can backfire on you. Now, you can say you're familiar with the firm and this work, and you like it, and you met this attorney and talked to them, but... You just have to be careful about any time you try to have uh, a special type of connection that can backfire on you. Do you want to grow your legal career? A lateral move might be the right choice to get you on track for your career goals. Working with a legal placement firm like BCG Attorney Search can open doors for you and help you live the life you dream of. If you're looking for a new legal job, send us your resume so we can help. Visit www.bcgsearch.com and click on Submit Resume to be paired with one of our legal placement professionals who will work tirelessly on your behalf to get you your dream legal job. Submit your resume to www.bcgsearch.com to get started today. That, that brings up an interesting point because we were just talking about how your cover letter needs to show that you can be managed. And in a way, when you're name dropping, it almost makes it seem like you think you're more important or you think you're better than other people and you maybe won't be able to be managed except by this one person who you, you already have a connection to. So you can definitely talk yourself out of a job by name dropping the wrong person or even just appearing to have this air of importance that's going to rub people the wrong way. Yeah, that's just that's just not a good idea. You need to you want to get by in your strength and your connection. You don't want to allow other people to the involvement of other people to try to make your case. Now, there's nothing wrong with knowing someone, and that's not a bad thing. And sometimes you can that person can get you in for interviews, but anytime you bring up a connection stuff, that can breed resentment. Sure, it's probably better to let them put in a good word for you than for you to try to mention them. Moving on from that a little bit, you make a point about how the cover letter needs to show that you can write well and directly. And what I was wondering is, who would be maybe the best person to review and revise an attorney's cover letter? Would it be a fellow attorney, or do you think it could be maybe a friend outside of the legal field who's a, maybe an English teacher or an editor? Who, who would be good to reflect back to an attorney what's in their cover letter? Gosh, that's a great question. That's, I guess that's going to be up to an individual attorney. I do think that, you know, having someone uh, review your cover letter is important. You can too. I think there's a tendency with cover letters for people to want to put in more and think that this little extra is going to make a big difference. And I think you need to try to make things very concise and you need to uh, try to have short kind of choppy, short sentences, and less, less is not necessarily more. 
but you have to make sure that the cover letter doesn't have a lot of errors in it. So just running things through online grammar checkers and things is a good idea. But if people see a lot of errors in your cover letter, they're not going to like it. And when you review it, put yourself in the shoes of somebody who's reading a dozen or more of these a day, rather than just reading it from your own perspective, because you're going to love everything that you read about yourself. But you need to remember the person who's actually reading this, they're not going to know you from Adam, and they are going to be going through a bunch of these all at the same time. So you really need to make yours, your voice needs to jump off the page. Exactly. One of the last points here is that the cover letter needs to give the impression you will work for the employer long term. So what are some things that you can say or what can you reference in your cover letter that demonstrates that you're in it for the long haul, that you, you're not just going to move on to the next job at the first inconvenience? The, the best thing you can do is, to, first of all, to talk about some sort of connection to the firm, the market, or something that the firm represents for you personally that is going to make a big difference in the long run. If a firm represents something for you, meaning that it, it represents getting ahead or represents the type of firm that you've always wanted to be at. It, it, it's the top in your practice area. The, the attorneys do the type of work you want to. It's in the market. It's a perfect size. It's any in, anything that makes it seem like it's where you want to be and where you belong is going to be important. So those are all, any, anytime you can make those sorts of argu- arguments, it's going to help you quite a bit. That is excellent, excellent advice. Yeah. So that pretty much wraps it up. There's a checklist for what goes into a good cover letter on the article. But I think rather than read through it, if you want, you can go visit bcgsearch.com and you can find the article that goes with this podcast, which is students can craft the perfect cover letter and review that checklist. And is there any advice that you want to give or anything else that you want to say about cover letters or how to use it to your best advantage? No, not really. I think those are the those are the main things that I have. I think there's a checklist there and the article that's useful is just I'm you need to remember that the first paragraph you should always try to explain why you're applying. The next paragraph your interest, the third paragraph you can do the same thing or and then so I would just review, you know, the, the article, but those are the main things, the most important. And I'd recommend to the extent you can, yeah, just reread the article. Absolutely. Yep. Keep it short to the point, make that connection and make sure that you demonstrate you can do the job, you can be managed and that you want to do it long term. So excellent. Thank you for your time, Harrison. Thank you.